that guy was an easy rider. It was like a, <laughs> just, that was yeah. an old school. It was so loud it set off car alarms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are getting the full tenderloin at this I moment. So that rumbling motorcycle and the car alarms are from a recording on a parklet on Turk Street in the Tenderloin with Alicia Tapia, who runs the Biblio Bicicleta, bringing joy to readers throughout San Francisco. Heather, I think she's the hero we need in San Francisco. She is. A few weeks ago, I saw photos on Twitter. I'd never known about this before, but it's been going on for several years. She um, bikes around the city with a gigantic library. (laughs) attached to the back there's literally like wooden bookshelves on the back of her bike so i figured you and i love books and we love bikes and so we needed to find out more yeah she she's basically an independent non-profit pop-up library in addition to her job as a high school librarian which we'll talk about uh started in 2014 she was on the panhandle but recently she's been in the tenderloin and on this parklet And what is that parklet? And let's kind of describe the scene. It's a pretty long parklet on Turk Street. Um, If memory serves, it was most of the block. It's called Safe Passage Parklet. Safe Passage is an effort to help get children um, from school to home in the Tenderloin um, safely without having to dodge, you know, some of the familiar things we all see in the Tenderloin when we're walking around there. And they've um, created this really lovely parklet with... um, people on hand like Alicia to give books. There was um, somebody else handing out art supplies. There's a lot of stuff going on in the parklet all the time. And I I know that it is an effort partly by the Community Benefit District. So um, lots of good stuff happening in the Tenderloin these days. So I really enjoyed myself. I I wasn't sure how it was going to work out just with the sound, but um, all the people walking by, she interacts with everyone. Little kid walks by. She's like, hey, man, free books, you know, and just (laughs) dying for people to come and take one of her books and you can tell it's just all from the heart. Yeah, she um, she works so hard all day helping high schoolers access books and then um, takes, I guess you could call it a busman's holiday to the Tenderloin to make sure that kids there who um, may not have as easy access to books can get them too. So she was a lot of fun to talk to and see in action. Yeah, so we'll mention in the episode how you can help her out. She does take donations of like the prime books, the good books, like the Captain Underpants and Raina Telgemeier. You know, don't just dump the stuff you don't want. <laughs> and just an incredible lightning round today, Heather. Um, I hope people stick around to the end. Little Easter egg at the end of the episode, too. And speaking of books, let's remind everybody that our fall book club is coming up. Everybody should be getting um, Why We Swim by Bonnie Soy. Who knows? Maybe it's on the back of the Biblio Bicicleta as we speak. And we will have a podcast episode soon with Bonnie. Um, we've committed to swim in the bay with her, so this is... <laughs> kind of scary but kind of cool and then everybody can talk about the book together in person 6 p.m november 17th at the Coret auditorium at the main library and if you go on the library's web page you can sign up there on the events page um get that in your calendars too uh, I'm going to bring Why We Swim to Biblio Bicicleta. I'm dropping off some graphic novels for Alicia. So um, we will get it there. Go down to the Tenderloin, grab a copy. And uh, <laughs> very good episode today. Bicycle bell ringing to go with our cable car bell ringing. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, and this is Total SF. Thank you very much. 
Alicia Tapia, welcome to Total SF. Hi, thanks for having me. This is our first um, podcast recorded on Turk Street ever, so it's pretty loud. Right on. <laughs> but hopefully we'll just <laughs> muddle through and hear each other. So um, you're sitting next to this bicycle with a giant library attached to the back of it. <laughs> Tell us about this and how you came up with it. Sure. Uh, this is called the Biblio Bicicleta. It's been around since 2013. Um, as a high school, I'm a librarian, a school librarian, and a fellow school librarian, uh, her name is Danielle Farinacci. We love to ride our bikes, we love to give away books. We were getting a lot of donations of books that we didn't know what to do with, and we all know that humans operate by the principle of least effort, so we thought, <laughs> why not get the books to the people on our bikes? Wouldn't it be funny? We thought it would just be so, so funny. Um, <laughs> And yeah, one day I just kind of got tired of talking about it and dreaming about it. Someone told me about Kickstarter and um, I put together a little campaign and it was funded shortly after. How much did it cost? Gosh, I really don't remember. I want to say maybe two grand mm -hmm. um, just to get the materials that we needed to get the trailer constructed. Uh -huh. um, and then a I, <laughs> after a couple of years, of biking around the city with my mountain bike, I was like, this is not safe. So I got this e-bike um, from Public Bikes and they gave me half off because of the project. So I crowdfunded that as well. And so this is the, the iteration of the Biblio Bicicleta as you see it now. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's a heavy, heavy bike. Nice. <laughs> but How full far of joy. Oh, from coast, from coast to coast. Wow, across the hey. whole city. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. How you doing? <laughs> Free books. Free books? You know, you know there are free books. I like how you're talking though here. He's a hard sell. He's I try to put sell. basketball and boxing books out, but no, <laughs> I have a bunch of them in the house. Well, that's good then. I like his shoes. <laughs> um, that was cool. Yeah. So, what's your what's your day like? What? How far are you biking? What's your kind of path around the tenderloin? What, what's your route? Is it is it like a route? Not exactly. It changes. It's changed all the years that I've had it. Currently, it's here in the Safe Passage Park in the Tenderloin, but it has changed over the years. I started out in the Panhandle, um, and then it's on the weekends. If there's a Sunday Streets event, I try to make it there. Um, if the Great Highway is closed, I love to ride that route. I've ridden from Ocean Beach to the Great Highway all the way to the Embarcadero and, and back, so... wow. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. It really is. We're but really mad about the Great Highway, and um, and we try to bring it up every podcast episode. So thank you. For You're welcome. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. Golden Gate Park is also one of my favorite routes again because I don't have to worry about cars hitting me. Ride around, lounge about, stop, go, and I need to. And kids can come up, families can come up, and just grab anything, and it's safe. So. So how do you get all these books? from people like you <laughs> yeah I have friends family um, regulars that'll just donate me books and um, I just redistribute them mm -hmm. what's it, the best way to get them to you yeah if listeners want to donate how should they go about that yeah so I do want to say I can only take a few at a time and yeah. I ask people to curate their collection give me only their best they can in, uh, they can message me on Instagram at uh -huh. Biblio Bicicleta and I will answer them there that's okay. the best way to get through to me 
Has there been a most popular title, like one that always is taken as soon as you get it? Well, you folks just saw one. The Captain Underpants <laughs> series is popular with the young ones. We've had Raina Telgemeier on our podcast. Oh, awesome. I think she would be really excited That's about That's a good Biblio crossover idea. I mean, yeah, letter. she's always a bestseller, you yeah. know. Sure. Sisters, what else does she have? Uh, Smile, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Guts. Guts. Great graphic novels. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're biking around in the city, do people like stare at you really weird or have they seen Stranger Things in San Francisco and they just kind of shrug? A little bit of both. <laughs> people will yell at me. Uh, in a good in a good way. What do they yell? Hey, bike lady, that kind of <laughs> stuff, or that biblio. Like I hear that a lot, especially if it, they're a neighbor that knows the biblio bicicleta. And then I just ring my little bell, you know, ring it back at them. <laughs> so if you hear that, that means I'm on my way, and please don't hit me. Um, but no, I don't think people are surprised to see me on a with this Biblio Bicicleta in a city like San Francisco. It's where you'd expect something like this to be in the streets, you know? Do people know the rules? Because when I was a kid, and I'm ancient, but when I was a kid and the bookmobile pulled up, you knew what to do. Like, the bookmobile is here, and everybody knows you go inside, you can get a book, they know the rules. It seems like you're kind of having to explain the rules to people. Yeah, I need to yell free books, and that's what gets people out. I think lots of times they think they need to buy it, um, or they think they need to return it. Mm. In which case, in the case of the Biblio Bicicleta, you don't need to. You just take it. If If you finish it, pass it on to the next person that you think might find some joy in it. Um... But also people are just intuitively a little curious about what's going on and I try to kind of keep a low profile and stand off to the side so people don't feel like they have to talk to me. So. Do you um, have books that you root for? Like are there books there that have been there for a few days and you're like, I'm dying for someone to pick up uh, Watchmen or whatever is... Right now it's that Steph Curry book <laughs> because I've had, a, there are a few um, young, you know, boys that are around here and they're always with the basketball so I'm just kind of hoping and yelling free books and they never take me up on it. But it's huh. always actually, it's always a thing that when I say it never gets taken, someone will get it that day. Yeah. So. So you and Peter's wife have something in common, which is that you're both high school librarians. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. His wife is amazing. We're friends. Um, and you work at Sacred Heart? Yeah, Sacred Heart Cathedral. Okay, you got to say cathedral. Got to say cathedral. <laughs> and you said that that is the largest um, high school library in all of San Francisco? Yes. How it many books the, are there? Well, it's the largest in terms of space. It's beautiful. It sits on the sixth floor of our LaSalle campus. Um, we have a great panoramic view of the city. It's beautiful. You're, you're welcome to come anytime. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. And what was it like to be a librarian during the height of the pandemic when students were home? Uh, it kind of it ma- it made me worry about the students that come to the library as a safe place to kind of escape or just find some silence, you know? Um, I worried a lot about them, but other than that, I mean, we were, the library team and I, we were quite busy. I mean, we were still teaching online, collaborating with teachers. We were uh, traveling all over the city delivering books, dropping them off at the doorstep. Not with this. I was just on my road bike getting around faster. Yeah. Yeah. And how are your students doing now that they're back in school? Do you see long-lasting effects from the pandemic, or are they kind of bouncing back? Both. 
I think we're all sort of getting used to being back together, but you can also, it's so great to see the joy in their eyes again and to get them talking out loud to one another. I think they'll be okay. We will be okay. Um, long lasting effects. Sure, I mean, I think it's just sort of developmentally stunted in some ways, but I, again, I'm not too worried about it. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're gonna pull through just getting those brains activated and the social behaviors activated again. Yeah. Yeah, they're resilient, so. Yeah. What are, what are some of the favorite um, people that you've met and things that you've seen um, riding a bike with a giant um, bookshelf on the back? I think a lot about this lady. Uh, her name is Louise. She's near the Panhandle. She lives there and she always comes out probably like time work, you know, uh, around six and sh she comes out with like, you know, on her smoke break and um, she just always comes and gets sort of the mystery novels and the crime novels. Um, the reason she's someone I think about often is because she loves Shakespeare and that's like one of the things I remember she looked forward to the most and she sews, she and a friend sew Shakespeare's. So they bring these bears that are dressed as Shakespeare characters to the Shakespeare Festival. And I don't know, she's just always such a joy. I think of Louise a lot. Um, there's a neighbor here, his name is Corey, and they, he has a dog named Blueberry. And they always come through and say hello. As far as, you know, it's really, the Biblio has connected me with a lot of good bike people in the city. And you know, there's a strong bike community here. So, um, you know, like shout out to Kristen Tiesch and Morgan Fitzgibbons, who's part of the TLCBD that helped put this parklet together for the 200 Turk uh, block. And I mean, there's a, the lady with flowers and bubbles all the time. There's all the parents with their kids on the back. I mean, it's really, you never know who you're going to meet. So we'll be right back after this short break. Hello. Free books. It's so cute. Free books. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's free books. Hi. What's your name? Hey, Malik. There's so much tension here. We're waiting to see which book Malik will pick. Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants. Can't go wrong with that. Classic. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Takis and Captain Underpants is a good afternoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. There you go. You see your wolf? Oh, Ooh, also, was, um, his little brother picked the biggest, baddest wolf. Thank nice. You. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good one. <laughs> what are your future plans for the bike library? I mean, one day I think it'd be cool to turn it into sort of a nonprofit organization or something. Um, but I kind of, I've, I'm very content with what it is in its current state, just, it's easy to do, um, it doesn't take too much from me, except an afternoon in the week, and it brings me a lot of joy, so I don't have too many big future plans for it, maybe like an upgrade in the e-bike, e e maybe 
some way to make this more like collapsible so I could get it into my house and not have to worry about where I'm going to store it all the time. Maybe um, made out of balsa wood just yeah. to get the weight down. Yeah, that's a great idea. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for that. Yeah. Let me ask this. I, I like reading was all I had when I was a kid. And then like when I was 12, they invented a video game and then it was all over. Yep. What do you see from kids now? Do they interact with books in the same way that like my generation did? Or is it a little bit harder to get them in the gate? It's a little half and half. Um, I still have a lot of students who come into the library or people here that just want to a physical book to escape the technical world mm -hmm. um, but a lot of them are very comfortable with reading online and and borrowing PDFs online or ebooks and so it's a little bit of half and half when I ask my own students um, or even just people who come here to the Biblio it seems to be half and half a lot of people are really comfortable reading online but of course that comes with a lot of distraction um, and books are still an escape I do still see that sort of behavior. Yeah. And I, I see you as a book person, but also a bike person. How much of that is, is what you're thinking about in, in, in terms of raising the funds and sending a message out? Riding a bike is about going slow. I mean, we get around faster in the city, but it's still about slowing down and taking in your environment and taking in the sounds, breathing in the smells, take, you know, letting that air just pass through your hair. And I think that's the same thing with a book. You're slowing down and you're entering another world. It's like entering another level of being, whether you're on a bike or a book. That was my worst phrased question and she gave but me the best she answer. She gave you the most eloquent answer. Oh my God, I want to like- I caught what you were saying. So. Yeah, I want to I wanna embroider that on a pillow and s rest my head on it. Um, I, that's all I got, okay. Heather, I think lightning round time. So um, we always end with a lightning round. Oh shoot, okay. So um, it sounds like um, you'll probably have amazing answers for these two, but no pressure. <laughs> okay. Where's your favorite place in San Francisco to get a burrito? Why am I not? I can see the sign. Oh, what is the one near the BART on 16th and Mission? Oh, yeah. We'll play Burrito Password here. Um, is it El Farolito? That's closer El to Farolito. El Boom, Farolito. Boom, I got it on the first one. Air That's fist bump. Good job. <laughs> what is your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? I don't know if it counts, but uh, the br I mean, the birds in San yeah. Francisco, oh, yeah. you know. Totally. Filmed in Union Square. I really don't like, like, you know, scary movies, but I mean, that one still shakes me to the core every time. Hello. It's hey, Blueberry. Puppy. Oh, hi, Blueberry. You were just mentioned on our podcast. <laughs> I gotta get a photo of Blueberry. <laughs> hey, Quark. Where's your favorite place in San Francisco to get a stiff drink? <laughs> Currently, Fireside on uh -huh. Irving, yeah. Dirty Martini. That's a good one. Does me well. What was the last book you read? The last book I just finished is After Parties by Anthony Viasna So. Hmm. What was your first concert? I think it was Billy Joel. Oh, where Whoa, did you see where'd you see him? My parents probably took me some sometime in Hawaii when I was a kid. Oh, did you grow I, up in Hawaii? I grew up in Hawaii. Which yeah. island? Oahu, oh, nice. Honolulu. What brought you to San Francisco? 
San Francisco <laughs> itself. Yeah, I was I was obsessed with the summer of love. I always loved San Francisco. My brother lived in San Leandro. I visited, came, fell in love, came back. Wow. Haven't left yet. That's very different than Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, different and good. And What is something most San Franciscans don't know about the tenderloin? Or a misconception? That it's not... Oh, I could go on and on about this. <laughs> that it's not as scary as they think it is. That it isn't full of whatever it is they think the people here are. No, this is a beautiful, vibrant community with a rich history. Tons of families and children. I, ironically enough, feel like sometimes the safest here just because everyone's looking out for one another mm-hmm. here. Everyone says hello. You know, where sometimes in some of the other neighborhoods you don't get that kind of willingness to help a neighbor. Whereas mm-hmm. here in the Tenderloin, you always, you always do. Yeah. And where do you keep this when you're not out and about? with it in the city it's currently looking for a new home so (laughs) no but uh it is stored uh here around the block um the tlcbd and the urban alchemy guys um store it in a little storage area for me right now i'm I'm imagining like an elaborate book bat cave with like hydraulics (laughs) that bring it i would love that can that be the next that can be the future that's the next big thing kickstart for like and then dry ice because presentation so when it comes out there's like a little smoke very cinematic i'm down yeah (laughs) what is um another misconception question what's a common stereotype about librarians that we're quiet and boring (laughs) Uh, but really we're some of the, I think, most fun people to go out and have a drink with. And um, we just love to take it all in. Nice. And last question, what is something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day? I try my best to squeeze in 10 minutes of meditation in the morning. Keyword try, and I think that's, that's the point of meditation. Well, it was so fun to talk to you and get to see your awesome bike. Yeah, thank you for <laughs> joining me here yeah. today. Thank you. Good job. Oh, yeah, thanks. Anytime it's 2 a.m., it's time for closing. The cops, they're all sideways. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod. Yeah. You can't criticize a man for living his best life. Yeah. You know? He looked happy on his motorcycle. Yeah. There it is. Yay! It stopped. It stopped.
Where were we? Okay, so I was asking <laughs> you if people look at you funny when you're writing this all over the city. I, I do it again, just for, just go ahead and ask it again.